Okay, it's uh, 6th of November. Well, late afternoon on the 6th of November. By the time you see this, it'll be the 7th at least. Let's talk about Biden, who is the new president of the United States of America. (laughs) And a remarkable result. And I want to talk about Biden's foreign policy. But before I do, and I do think wisdom prevailed in the end, that's a subjective view, of course, but I think so. The curiosity is that the American liberal elite in the fourth estate in the press still fail to fathom the spirit of anti-establishmentarianism that led to the high Trump vote. And they really do need to wake up. They are so remote from the people, the media, the press, the Washington lovies, that is the American press, are so remote from the people in their gilded towers of liberalism that they very nearly lost the plot this time. Biden won, but it was no thanks to them. They are out of touch. And how can journalists be so out of touch as they are today, these today's journalists? It applies to the United Kingdom as well. So out of touch with reality. No. But Biden won, and he's a good egg, really, as we say. You know, he's a tad wrinkly for most tastes. He will be 78 years old when he accedes to the presidency in January 2021. He was born on November 20th, 1942. Young by some measures. His competitors for the crown within the Democratic circle was Bernie Saunders, who is 79. But all of the Democrats are old, all of them without exception, really. Nancy Pelosi, who is the famous Speaker of the House of Representatives of Congress, she's 80 years old. By contrast, Donald Trump is a baby. He's a mere 74 years old. They're all older than me, and I'm cracking on. Hillary Clinton's older than I am. She's cracking on herself, and she was a competitor at one point, or was trying to be. So there's hope for me yet, isn't there? I mean, I'm just a chicken. The the U.S. elections. Before we talk about what Biden's foreign policy is going to be, let's talk about the consequences had Trump won. I mean, the consequences for the Middle East. For the Palestinians, it would have been misery. For the Saudis, and Israelis greater confidence, so much so that they would have been very, very self-assured, I think, anyway. For the nations in Iran's sphere of influence, a Trump victory would have brought greater misery, particularly for nations like Lebanon suffering under U.S. sanctions so cruelly, you could argue. For Yemen, unhappiness, because there would be greater Saudi confidence. For Iraq, a Trump victory would have been good news. It would have weakened Iran's influence, which has been counterproductive there, you know, the shooting of the demonstrators. For Syria, whether it would have been good news, a Trump victory, possibly they're better off with Biden because Biden will weaken Turkey's influence in the Middle East, which has been unhelpful as it promotes division and extremism in countries like Syria and Iraq. But it'll be a fairer world now that Biden's won. And of course, in Iran, they'll be in ecstasy, in ecstasy, because Biden is committed to following the nuclear deal. I mean, there's such proudful pruffles in Iran that they won't really show their appreciation, but they will be self-relieved. So let's just be a little bit sensible here and talk about Biden's foreign policy in careful and thoughtful terms. Joseph Biden Jr. He's not a populist. He's not, is he? I mean, Sleepy Joe, they say, well, he's kind of going to restore the policies of his predecessors with regard to the Middle East, I would say. And he'll be more careful. 
But that said, he's going to do various things that are good. He's going to rebuild the American State Department. He's going to restore American diplomacy to some of its pre-Trump levels. Well, it hasn't been. It's been an unhappy state for some time, actually. Uh, the State Department has been under-budgeted and had difficult days. And he'll bring America back to the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva because America's pulled out of that. He'll bring America back to the World Health Organization. He'll bring America back to the United Nations as a major player. That's necessary. You can't do without America in, on these platforms. And, of course, he'll bring America back to its role with regard to being a lead in environmental matters. This matters vastly to the world. Biden is unhappy, by the way, with China's abusive trade practices. Trump has been such a wild card and has really frightened China. But nonetheless, Biden's not going to be easy on China. He's very unhappy with China's suppression of the Uyghurs in a way that the Arab world are not. The Arab world don't seem to give a damn. But the Uyghurs, China's Muslim minority, almost a million of them in concentration camps 75 years after the Holocaust. It's not just the Uyghurs either. I mean, a lot of Chinese minorities are having a very hard time. So Biden cares about these things. He says he wants to restore moral leadership, uh, American moral leadership. So he would end American support for the Saudi war in Yemen. The partnership with Riyadh is going to be in trouble. So other allies of America, Egypt, Hungary, and Turkey, are going to be in a difficult position in a Biden presidency because he does not like to support autocrat. So it's going to be difficult for Turkey. It's going to be difficult for Egypt. It's going to be difficult for Saudi Arabia having a Biden presidency. Uh, Saudi Arabia will want to curry favor with Biden and will find it very hard. He is a Zionist, uh, but then all American politicians, all mainstream British politicians are Zionists, are self-proclaimed Zionists. In other words, they believe in the right of Jews to settle in Israel. All people, right-thinking people, would believe in that, given the terrors that the Jewish people faced in the Holocaust. Everybody regards the Jews as having, or I believe everybody regards the Jews as having a homeland in Israel. But Biden supports a two-state solution to the Palestine-Israel conflict and, and does so very strongly. He's not going to move the American embassy back to Tel Aviv, but he is going to to do other things that won't please Israel. The, the comprehensive agreement with Iran, uh, he is going to restore the one under Obama. That's not going to please Israel one bit when he puts back the Iran nuclear deal. Some of his advisors were key in terms of the Iran nuclear deal under Obama. Tony Blinken and Jack Sullivan crafted the Iran nuclear deal or helped do so. So Biden is his team are up for restoring this. And he will also renew the START arms treaty that's due to expire in February 2021 for Russia, which is a good thing. He doesn't like Russia, but he will renew that treaty. He's going to be sensible, and we need a bit of common sense. He's going to help nuclear non-proliferation. He's going to help climate change. He's going to be enormously important for climate change. I mean, we really need 
policies that move away from global warming. You can see the catastrophe that's facing us. It's the second biggest threat to the world after COVID. And in the longer term, it is the biggest threat to the world, to the human population. So we must deal with it. A Biden presidency matters because after all, the leader of the United States is the leader of the free world. And in some respects, the leader of the world. I have to bite that bullet. That's just reality for the moment and for the foreseeable future. It's the way things are. I think Joseph Biden is good news. Maybe Donald Trump was good news up to a point because it gave the liberal elite a little kick in the pants and shook the world up. And we will always remember Donald Trump's presidency. The tragedy of it is that it produced so many American dead. In the Middle East, in some ways, it wasn't so bad because he was non-interventionist in ways that many Democrat and Republican presidents of recent years have not been. I mean, we have seen the vast scale of the slaughter in the Middle East that has been Iraq and Afghanistan. Let's hope for better days. Let's hope for an end to that kind of thing. And Biden actually does bring hope. That's the other thing about him. He fills people's hearts with hope. People were despairing. There have been so many dead from COVID. People are in a state of fear. And we need a bit of sunshine in our lives. And Joseph Biden Jr. will bring that. Okay, thank you all.